Blog Talk Radio. On the Gate Radio. You are listening to our Sunday, July 15th, 2012 edition of our great show. My name is David Baker. I am your host. If you like our show and you're listening to it, please push the follow button if you aren't already following the show at this time. Also, please visit my website, davidbakerspiritmedium.com. On there, you may become a friend on Facebook, a fan, or even follow our show on Facebook as well as many other interesting links. And on our Beyond the Gate radio show, there's even more about tonight's and upcoming guests. Thank you, everybody, all our followers and fans, for listening to our wonderful show. Tonight, our co-host is our usual, my angelic wife, Sherelle. Good evening, Sherelle, and welcome to our show, Beyond the Gate radio. Good evening, David. How are you today? The same answer is always awesome. I wouldn't accept anything less. Every minute we have here is precious. So have no regrets and make the very best of it. So that answers your question. And I certainly hope everybody else is doing the same. Are you doing great too? I am doing great. I am glad to be back on the radio and get a chance to talk and say, get a shout out to all of our fans and our friends and family members that are listening. Um, We have some new people that are listening in San Francisco um, who are at work right now. We won't tell. And uh, we're just glad to be on the radio today. Glad to be here. I've noticed we've been on the air, uh, you know, way over a year now, over a year and a half now. And lately, I've noticed the figures have really astonished me. The figures for our fans and listeners have been growing by leaps and bounds. We're getting quite a a great following. But I think it's not only because of the show format and all, but I think we really owe it to all the guests that we have on. They're just wonderful people. And speaking about wonderful people, tonight our guest is Psychic Jerry Hosky, and he is a natural-born intuitive He's a mental health specialist, certified personal trainer, and author who has been featured on ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC News. And you can visit Jerry at psychicfitness.com. That is 
PsychicFitness.com or call him at area code 619-301-6416. Sherelle will be posting that information in the chat room and will repeat the information later. Tonight, Jerry is going to give us some amazing predictions. And after that, we'll be taking some callers in case they have any questions or want some mini readings. And if during the course of the show, somebody doesn't get a chance or an opportunity to speak with Jerry tonight, or if the reading is not long enough, they can get an extended reading, personal reading from him by visiting either his website or calling him at 619-301-6416. Without further ado, welcome, Jerry. Hi, guys. Hi, Sherelle. Hi, David. Thanks for having me on. Our thank you for being here. Yes, thank you for being here today. You're welcome. You guys are really pleasant. I really like your energy, both of you two. It's just, just a very uh, kind of a sweet spiritual energy you both have, which I really appreciate people. And you guys have it in spades. Well, thank you very much. That thank sounds you. like a winning hand. And a good thing I put on my spiritual tennis shoes then. That's <laughs> 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 good. Sherelle, are you feeling better? I am feeling better. Actually, I it's funny that I was um, talking with a few friends uh, today, and we were all talking about starting our new fitness regime and um, a couple of questions that we wanted to ask you about just fitness and just not only getting into physical fitness but spiritual fit- fitness. And um, I was noticing in your website and talking about having classes with you and um, different things, so I want to be able to pass that information along with our listeners, too. Oh, good. Do you want to start with your uh, whatever question that you had that you wanted to ask me? I did. I, If you were going to start on a brand-new regime, where would you go first? Would you get mentally fit first, or would you just start off right away on the physical fitness and then the mental fitness comes. How, what would be your first step? Generally for anybody or for you specifically? Uh, Actually for me, I'll say it for me because when I say for me, it also will probably reflect other people out there and that are listening. Uh, How about if I do general and then I'll tell you a couple things specific because I actually think I would give different advice. Um, Okay. is that okay with you? So what I would say yes. generally with people is no matter what, no matter how they feel or are they ready yet mentally and whatever, it's like it's like somebody uh, – I would I would equate it to somebody taking a shower. You can prepare to take a shower. You, you can think, oh, well, I want to. I'm in the mood. I'm not in the mood. But sooner or later, you have to take a shower anyway regardless of your mood. And I think working out and exercising is a little bit that way. If we wait till we're perfectly in the mood and we're – got the right mindset that we can do it forever and all that stuff, uh, that will fade <laughs> anyway. So, right. And there's never more important to put your foot in the door and the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, as you well know. And I would say it's more important to get started, like walk in the gym, you know, like literally and keep it very simple and small with your goals. I think that is very wise for people. A lot of people, they overdo. I've trained thousands of people from people in wheelchairs to Olympic athletes and everywhere in between. 
and I own the fitness business too, as you may know. Uh, I, I know you yes, guys know that. I'm maybe learning some that. Some of the audience doesn't, but I've found that uh, everyone's got something wrong with them. Everyone, from Olympic athletes on down, and um, and and really, it's like a lot of things. A lot of the battle is kind of being consistent. I would equate it to showering or brushing your teeth. We don't need to shower for eight hours a day. We just need to right. shower, even if it's five minutes. Right. You know, but if we do right. for a lot, if we brush our teeth consistently, generally we'll have good teeth, you know, and have good breath and all that. And a lot of times with exercise, people, and even in diet, they go to these extremes and by the way, if they want to go on my other site, jerryhosky.com, uh, they can find my book, which is called The No Diet Diet, and they can order that. And I have a lot of really good information there to help people on. It's called The No Diet Diet because you can eat fast food on it. You can do a lot of stuff that people normally do and yet be healthy on it and lose weight. So I think that a lot of people, they try to go to extremes. So I'll never eat ice cream again. I'll never do this again or I'll exercise four hours every day. I'll ever exercise every day this month. And then the first second that doesn't happen, they quit. So I would say keep it small. 20-minute walk three times a week. If you're not doing anything, that's huge. And that really does get you more fit. So um, I hope that sort of answered it. So it doesn't really matter where you are mentally. You still have to do the physical things to get in shape. You know, so you might as well do that anyway. And just get started and keep your goals small. Did like that, that answer the question for general? Yes, it did. It sure now, did. for you specifically, if I can just touch on this, part of your thing is not to go into extremes. You too, but you specifically, because you can kind of get into deep study on different topics when it comes to health and a lot of things. If you don't mind my saying, you can be, I, I share this, so I actually honor the quality, but you can somewhat be anal or overboard or too much. You mean like you yes. want to be too perfect or too this or too that. And a lot of times that can create even more stress than you need, and if to put it bluntly. And, and uh, you know, like, you know, our bodies, I know you know this, but just to remind, our bodies are vehicles. You know, they're just here to get our spiritual missions done, and then, you know, we're going to trade in for a new model another lifetime. And so we want to keep alive as long as possible and be functional and be able to move around all that stuff. And a lot of people, they short-circuit their bodies, if they will, if you will, maybe they're before their time, but, you know, generally, as long as we're okay and we're somewhat in the ballpark of well-being, I think that's pretty good, and you're really ahead of most people. For you, I would say, I, I don't know if David told you any things I said to him spontaneously when I talked to him the other day about you. Um, did you share any of this, David, with her? I didn't. Uh, I gave some information, but not quite a bit. Well, so you might as well yeah, I, I, I don't like you eating sprouts, I like a sprouty-type diet. I like you eating meat, you personally, I'm sure, Al. I like okay. you eating uh, uh, meat or so many things because I, I was sensing that you're missing stuff by trying to be too perfect or too vegany or too lacto-octo-vegan or so, something about you was like I, I felt it was extreme or unnecessary and, in fact, was even causing you to miss nutrients. So I could be wrong. But that's what I no, you're right. thought about you. And, I, and then I think that was causing you problems. So I, I really would recommend to you that you, you know, kind of be more like a mainstay diet, a little bit too much on one edge or the other. 
you know, I'd, I'd combine east and west, not just east, if I were you. Okay, thank you. Does that make sense? Yes, as a, you're as right a, on. General like coat of paint. Also, I would I would make your workouts shorter. You again, you've been you've been times when you've been extremely fit, and almost again, almost overdone. And I don't mean that as a negative. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I I I, I, I share this quality with you in a lot of ways. So I don't I, I actually like the quality, but you know, if you're missing something because trying to be too perfect, you know you got a problem. You know, if you dress immaculately but you're missing shoes, your your feet are going to hurt. Does that make sense? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'd keep that, that in mind with some of, your, some of your things. Just make sure you get all the food groups and be okay to eat, you know, fast food and pizza every now and then. Don't don't make it too much like it's, it's you know, those things aren't horrible. There are some nutrients in them. It's just some people, that's all they eat, and then, you know, that, then it's a problem. But it's on occasion, this actually could be good for you in some ways. You in particular, I'm giving this advice to. So I just kind of got there was too much extremes and missing stuff because of that. I think you read her very well. <laughs> just like yes. uh, you must have been visiting us or astral traveling over here. <laughs> so since you weren't, your psychic abilities are really great because that's right on. So she listened Thank to you. Thank yes. you for that nice compliment. Um, so does that complete the uh, the uh, health questions, at least for this point? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I think um, the, our friends that are listening, they, they will be talking about it extensively tomorrow. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. That's <laughs> funny. That's cute. Um, so uh, do you want to get into my world predictions and, and general predictions now, or what, where do you want to take it next? Now, now is a good time for that. Okay, a couple of things I'd like to say about the general world right now and where we're heading through the rest of this year into next year, even up till 2013. A few things here. I want to talk about like, uh, uh, weather and, and natural disasters and stock market and the election and things like this. And then anything you guys want to ask me and then also callers if they have general questions or if they have stuff they want to know about Chrissy, they can certainly ask, time permitting here. Um, Generally, this world right now, I see we are in a, um, a very precarious state in the world economy. I believe we are in a global recession. Uh, now, the common knowledge here has been like uh, the common thought, and I think it may be changing soon here, but the general uh, assessment has been like, well, Europe's a problem, Greece is a problem, the euro is a problem, all that kind of stuff. But China's doing well, and America's doing well, and we can kind of, you know, and America can almost decouple from the, the rest of the world because our economy is so good. That's the general view, at least in the stock market. I disagree with this statement. I think that uh, the jobs reports are going to continue to be poor. I think that uh, I, I think that. I do think that Obama is going to pull something out of his hat like a rabbit in the last hour here to make sure that he wins the re-election. By the way, hopping topics, I hope it's okay if I go on some tangents here. I do believe, assuming that Obama stays safe, that he will win re-election. He will win re-election. That's my prediction. Remember, I could be wrong, everyone that's listening, and, and take your own comments and you know, your own thoughts into account here. But... That's what I see. I also think that Obama, uh, have you guys ever heard of QE3 or quantitative easing? Well, 
have you guys ever I, heard of that? Just, no, no, I haven't. Oh, well, this is this is kind of stock markety talk, but basically the government, you know, when we had the recession in 2008, 2009, and then kind of started to come out of it last year and the year before a little bit. Well, what part of the reason we came out of it is the government pumped a lot of money into the system. They just pumped liquidity into the system to try to keep it afloat. That's what was called quantitative easing. Well, there's a big debate now. We've already done it twice, and there's a big debate now. Are we going to do it again? I predict we will do it again. We absolutely will because the economy is worse than it's even showing right now. I don't believe that the jobs are getting, you know, steadily improving. I think they're stuck in a rut. And I don't mean to be the bearer of bad tidings. Uh, I'm just reporting on what I intuitively see, but this is what I see. I think that we are in a global recession. I do think Greece is going to eventually be out of the euro, kicked out or leave or whatever. I don't believe the Greeks are going to want to do this austerity, which is sort of like forced spending limits on what they can do and cuts. You know, the people that are pulling the strings in that who lead the euro, which are Germany, um, you know, there's a long memory here with Greece of mistreatment by the Germans in past times in different, during different wars and whatnot. And the Greek people are very proud. And I like the Greek people and I like the Germans. I got nothing against anybody here. I'm just telling you what I see. But I see that this is all going to be a big, uh, they keep kicking the can down the road with the Europe problem. And eventually there's no more can to kick. And each time they kick it, it has less effect of the kicking. So I think they're going to still try to do that with less effectiveness. And I also believe that America, we are going to have a QE3 before the election. I believe it will happen before September ends. And I believe it will be a massive QE3 because we're going to need the help. And it will help temporarily, and it might carry, you know, just before the election, or it might give enough boost that the economy feels a little better, or at least the stock market does, um, which is big for uh, Obama being reelected. I also think Obama will relax his current standpoint on natural gas drilling and drilling in general in the United States, which will create much more jobs and will also help with the, you know, the job curve. It's all about jobs right now, and, and that's the big thing. A lot of people think this election is going to be very, very close. I disagree with this. I think assuming Obama stays safe, he will win the election. And I don't see a problem with him rewinning the election, actually. So that's what I see about that. I do think if anyone's in the stock market, I would protect your gains. I would, um, I would somehow protect your money, whether you go to cash or you buy what's called SPY put spreads, SPY, which are options, which basically puts mean you're protecting if the market goes down. And um, if you do long-dated, maybe through this year or next year, and you protect your, you know, you have the protection in case the market goes down, you can talk to your broker about this. I'm not trying to give advice, but it's something you might want to explore. I think that would help by help people kind of protect their money. Remember in 2009, a lot of people lost a fortune in the stock market. And yes. most retail investors they don't know how to hedge a position. They don't, they're only long. They only buy stock hoping it goes up. None of them buy it short. I'm not recommending you go short, but spy puts and the ticker's SPY, that 
if you do long dated again through this year through next year that would protect in case the market went down i also like gold and possibly silver as two other things eventually gold will become the fear trade once again so i know i kind of got into a lot of stock market stuff but a lot of people lost a lot of money over these years and the economy being a big deal, most Americans have something in the stock market, whether it's a mutual fund or 401k or something. So if they have any control over it, I also don't like, in this, as general, people that have all their money in their company stock. All you have to do is think of like WorldCom. Those people lost their, they, they took a bath on that stock, obviously. So, well, Jerry, you know, I, I would, isn't it ahead. common sense for people to diversify their you know, portfolios for investment? Besides stocks and bonds and, you know, those different plans, they should have, as you suggested, some tangible assets as well. And that way, if one goes down, the other might go up, you know, one might go sideways, but they'll always be in a good position. So I think that that's a very good recommendation. But some people, either maybe they don't have the funds or they don't think they do, or they just won't listen to do that, to diversify their portfolios. Yeah, there were a lot of people that even diversified their portfolios. They were all still long holders. They all they all still bought stocks, even if they bought in five different sectors, hoping those stocks would go up and if one was hurt, the others would be okay. But in the last recession we had, that did not work. And all the stocks went down. So that's why I like playing the other side of the market as a hedge, as in you're betting you're you're hedging your bets in case the market goes down. If the whole market goes down the only way you're going to protect your portfolio is if perhaps you have some gold or something like that, or if perhaps you have spy puts or some kind of put spread that literally profits if the market goes down. So that's why I'm recommending that as a consideration. All this is not advice, but I, I do help people with this kind of stuff. But I would recommend something like that as opposed to just being diversified, although of course that's good advice, but Look at a lot of people would have been in GE and GM, and you know those were two huge stocks. You know GM was the biggest company in the world. It went bankrupt. You know so they could have had in all these blue chip stocks and diversified in all these sectors and still would have lost money if they were only long only uh, investors. So that's what I'm saying. This is a, a little beyond the scope here of this conversation, but people can research it. They can talk to the brokers. But I'm recommending protect your cash because I think it could get worse than people are expecting here. I also do not believe that the housing is such a huge recovery that people are saying or the bottoming and all that kind of stuff that's being talked about. I think it can still go down substantially from here. It's certainly more than it is now. I don't think it's exactly at the bottom and heading back up like most people believe right now, which has been the talk on Wall Street for the last six months to a year. I disagree with that. I think that we could go a lot further down. This is not even to talk about the 2012, 12, 21, 2012 stuff, the Mayan stuff, you know, which I, I could get into now as well. Um, but yeah, that answers the stuff about the stock market and about the election. Any questions on that? I think you covered it thoroughly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sherelle, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I, that were you, Sherelle. See that? <laughs> the anal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, going to 2012 and, uh, and the whole thing about, you know, the, the Nostradamus and uh, the Yi Ching and 
the I Ching and, you know, the, the Mayans and all the other people that say, talk about this time that we're in right now. 2012 is a pivotal year, in my opinion. I do not, do not predict the end of the world on 12-21-2012. However, I do believe that the scientists, when it comes to, have you guys heard of, um, I'm sure you've heard all the solar flare activity this year and how it's supposed to be more. Of course, we see all the climate changes that are going on, record, record, record this, record that. And you guys are aware of all that, I'm sure. Right? Oh, yes. Yes, we are. So a couple things, and I made this prediction back at the, at the beginning of February as well. I believe that these records are going to be the rule, not the exception. I believe it's going to happen through the rest of this year. I see it in the next year. I don't believe it's just based on greenhouse effect. I think the solar flares have a factor in this. You think about a marshmallow and it gets a blast of like a torch, you know, from, from 10 feet away. It's going to burn the marshmallow and it's going to melt it a little inside too. I would equate that to these solar flares that are happening. I do think it's a very likelihood that we're going to have some disruptions in communications in the Internet, in satellites, in all these things. I believe that... Um, the scientists, their, their school of thought on this, uh, uh, from hearing them, uh, you know, NASA and whatnot, they all think it's, it's not going to be that big a deal, and it's not going to really affect too much on Earth, and maybe a, a power outage here or there. So far, we haven't had much of that, but I believe that they're underestimating it. At one time, they thought the Titanic was unsinkable. You know, on its maiden voyage, they said this is indestructible. Of course, we realized that wasn't the case. And I do believe that some of these comments about solar flare activity are like that. They're thinking that it's, it's going to be make some pretty northern lights, and that's about it. Maybe an outage here or there. But I don't think they're I think that they are underestimating the power of what's going to occur here. And I believe that part of this weather patterns that we've had the last year and a half have been related to the 1221, to the sun. Uh, you know how the axis of the Earth kind of rotates and it, it kind of wobbles. So it is going to have the appearance of being lined up perfectly in the black hole the, of the center of the Milky Way on 12-21-2012. And I do believe that it's heading there now. And that's part of the reason we're having these extremes and weathers. And, and it's going to continue because it's going there. It's heading there. I also believe that the United States of America within the next year, year and a half tops. Timing is sometimes difficult for this. I know you guys know being intuitive yourself. But I do see the event. I do believe we're going to have a major earthquake in the continental U.S. Possibly this year. I, I would almost say certainly by the end of next year. Again, timing is difficult. I do think this is coming, and I think it's likely to happen within the time frame I just spoke. I believe the earthquake will be at least 7.0. It could be much larger than this, and it will spark many, many other activities and aftershocks. I'm worried specifically about California, Seattle, and Yellowstone. I think the solar flares are affecting the magma that's, that's running under the Earth, and I believe that activity is going to increase. The magma is going to start running like a river, and that's going to cause more earthquakes, more volcanoes more of all this stuff worldwide. The, the records here in America in temperature and weather patterns and extremes of weather are only going to continue. It's going to be the rule, not the exception. 
So I don't predict the end of the world, but I think it's going to be chaotic when some of this stuff's going to hit. I also believe America will freak out. That's why I'm recommending, I'm trying to do this to help people protect their money and their safety here, not just to be right about predictions. Um, you know, I could be wrong, as I said, but I, I, I'm trying to like help. So that's why I talked about the money thing, that they can protect their money in the stock market by some of the recommendations or talking to the broker. And, and also, um, you know, I recommend they go to ready.gov, ready.gov, which is the government site to help you with natural disasters. I mean, I have a packed suitcase in my car. I've got two weeks of food and water in my car. I've got supplies in my car. I recommend, you know, my gas tank's near full. I'm walking to talk when I'm preaching here because I believe it's coming. Who knows when? But, you know, the moment that happens, you know, it's gonna, we're not going to sit wait patiently in line waiting for, uh, uh, you know, for, for some rations. America is going to, it's going to cause a lot of freaking out here. And I'm just trying to protect people in case that does happen. Again, I hope I'm wrong. Yes. Well, this has been going on for some while, and it's building up. And like you said, it's been the norm, not the exception. And the long-range effects of it or the implications that we will feel from it, you know, has come to bear or is starting to become to the point of the threshold of it by, like you said, mid-2012, the pivotal time. So it's common sense. Are you trying to say, in essence, protect your cash? And you know how on TV they say, prepare for an earthquake, have a week's worth of rations and so forth. Perhaps people should have maybe a little bit more than that in case things go down. Should something happen, like a major earthquake or communications loss, have maybe a month's worth of different things so they can live like camping in case something like that should happen. And I think that's really great advice. That's a good idea. You know, I even went to the dollar store. I got individual packs of food and stuff. You get a lot at the dollar store. You know what I mean? And it's mainly about calories and, you know, individual waters in case I had to give them to other people. You know what I mean? I wanted to have stuff where, you know, you're kind of set a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and just in case this happens, you know, even if none of this happens, it's good advice to take. You know, uh, uh, you know and again, if it, it helps people, if it saves people or helps them a little bit, I mean, I, I hope it does. I, I hope you don't even experience any of this, but in case it does, if anyone took the advice here, um, they would be doing themselves a good service here, protecting their safety and their and their cash and everything else. It, these are what we can do. I can't stop the event. You know, I can just kind of try to prepare for it. And That's what we're doing. We're preparing for it as well. And we live in, uh, you know, kind of like Northern California, and it's been uh, geophysically kind of quiet for a while but mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago we mm-hmm. went up to Vichy Springs Resort and we came back when we came back you know I was trying to get out of that energy because there's a strong spiritual vortex there and mm-hmm. other types of energies up there so when we came back to our home here in Marin County I was feeling very strange I told the wife that you know something looks different something feels different there's something going on with the energy and then the cats started acting strange. Then uh, I found out that there was uh, an earthquake occurred short time after that in the area where we just left Northern California by Ukiah and north of that. 
then there's an earthquake in East Bay, then there's an earthquake in Southern California, and um, somewhere in northern Mexico, then there was another earthquake, and they said, wow, it's starting to get busy here. So it's, like you said, it's starting to happen. Yeah, and I, this is sort of a new new skill for me, really, over the last couple of years. I, I really didn't predict a lot of world events other than maybe about the last three, four years. And then I started predicting world events, but I I uh, literally, on my Facebook page, I put, a, I, and I was in the Starbucks in, in the night, uh, I think it was June 2010, and we had last big earthquake we had down south here was like a 5-4, and I believe it was like June 14, 2010. I put a warning on my Facebook page about 10 minutes before it happened, and it freaked me out, actually, because I was feeling this big earthquake then. I thought it was going to be this huge one, I was thinking. The 5.4 is, you know, it's not small, but I was thinking about the one that's over 7 that I'm feeling. So, and then I posted, and 10 minutes later, we had an earthquake. So, I've only predicted one earthquake in my life, but this is something that's almost sort of new for me that even feels like I wanted to predict something. I mean, not that I want to predict it. I don't want it to happen. But I'm trying to help people and warn people, and you know. Is that what got like you going on at predictions? You know, at a yeah, it is because you know I'm a nine in numerology, and if you guys know much about the numerology, that that's that life path of like you know helpers and healer types, you know Mother Teresa, and you know and and Gandhi and, and Yogananda and people like this, they're all nines, and so, nines are supposed to be selfish humanitarians and. For my whole life, since I was a little tadpole, I felt like I was supposed to help people, and I was born intuitive and stuff like that. So, um, you know, as a psychic, you're doing predictions. You know, a lot of people are skeptical anyway. You could, you know, you could look like a buffoon if you're wrong. And, you know, it's, it's not even about Jerry being right. I'm just trying to help. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, I'm we, risk, willing to risk being wrong to try to help people. We appreciate that very much. And we're going to see what else you have to say about predictions after I remind them that they can reach you at, you know, either jerryhoski.com, psychicfitness.com, or even call them at area code 619-301-6416. So there's more predictions that you have, and we're excited to hear them. Okay, good. Um, so do you have any questions about? Do you have any questions about anything you want to see, or any 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 events, or anything like this? Um, there's so many questions. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty much how I feel. Now, what about the uh, peoples? You know, there's Occupy movement. The energies are going towards spiritual. People are tired of being lied to and of the greedy people. You know, that's a big major thing that's occurring over the world, Uh, dictatorships and everything like that. So, you know, like in Syria, for example, and Egypt recently, people are tired of that type of life. They're tired of the greedy, robbing them, and, you know, they don't trust people and government and so forth. So we've had all these movements. So that's, would you say that's part or a major part of the shift that we're going through? I do think so. I also think that a lot of these movements are um, failing. I think the Egypt government, um, they've got a new ruler. Although he's a Muslim brotherhood and whatnot, um, for some reason, his vibe is not that bad. But the problem is the Al-Qaeda and whatnot have uh, got a toehold there now. 
and the persecution is going to relax there. And I think that's going to end up being a problem. Even if he starts out with, um, I'm going to be a Western Muslim Brotherhood or something, like maybe more towards, um, I, I'm not very familiar or extremely familiar with the, the, the whole religious, all the different things, but it's like maybe some more of the purest of the Muslim Brotherhood is more like, you know, peace and don't harm others versus, you know, stuff like that and versus like, you know, hurt people to defend their religion. I, I, I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but it seems like in a way he's uh he's got some Western traits to him. Um, yet um, the problem is, I think the person, I just don't want anyone to hurt anybody. I don't care what they believe. As long as they're not hurting anybody, I, I ought to let them believe whatever they want. Make them believe in, you know, like a, a rockster God, as far as I'm concerned, as long as they're not harming anybody, I, I don't care what they believe in the best sort of way. I mean that. So, the challenge, though, I think, is that uh, some of these different bodies and these different reforms are are it's like where there's lost, there's gain. You know, that, that maybe it's trying to be more towards democracy or get along with everyone, but then there's factions that I think are going to kind of get wedged in. Syria, I can see, continues to see being a problem, and I think that. Um, I believe America is going to be very, very, very resistant to taking military action against it. Um, we are already spreading ourselves thin. And, um, you know, how many wars are we going to be in? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I just feel like there's a little bit like it's um, – it, we're somehow hoping they're going to work it out themselves, even though that's not happening. You know what I mean? We're hoping, we're trying. but I, I think it happens. will. I think you think it'll work out, so? Yeah, eventually, because you know, it's coming to a boiling point. Something's going to happen, so I'm sure you know there'll be a point where something will work out for them. It's not going to go like a two-year war, or ten-year war, or anything like that. But with that said, is there any other predictions you wanted to tell us, or what, what exactly did you have planned? Or did you want to take some caller questions? Or? We can take some callers. I, I would just say, just generally, uh, just to wrap up some of the stuff I said, uh, please, everyone, consider protecting your money. Uh, you know, talk to a broker. Like, what can you do in case the market goes down or if you've got a 401k or something, just in case? What can you do that protects you in case the market drops suddenly? You know, if we get a natural disaster, the market's going to take a huge hit. And if, and if, uh, and of course, if any, if, if the euro falls apart or Greece exits the euro, that is not priced in the stock market. People say it is, but I'm telling you right now, it is not priced in the stock market. So I think that, you know, talk to a broker about how can you protect yourself if, if the market goes either way versus it just goes up. I would consider strongly learning about that or somehow protecting your money because you don't want to go through another 2009 situation here and it could even go worse than that if, if a lot of these bad things line up here um, so I would say that I would say you know go to ready.gov make sure you've got the, the, the plan in place in case of a natural disaster and consider having your gas tank near full and all your supplies in your car and in your house just in case so you in case you had to be and you know a portable radio that kind of hooked up to like a it's a special kind of radio, I forget, you know, like a battery powder, but special kind, and 
you have to get re, go to ready.gov and you can see what kind it is, but it'll kind of get a signal no matter what or more likely to, and then you can kind of stay up on the news in case we do have something. Um, I think we're in Earth change time here. Again, Earth change time is normal in the history of the Earth. You know, it's changed a lot of times with the natural climate changes and whatnot. So I don't think that we're being punished. I think it's part of the natural Earth cycles. That being said, you know, none of us handles upheaval very well, so prepare as best you can just in case some of these things actually come to pass. It, you, you won't regret taking the action if anything happens. You'll, you'll be thankful you helped yourself and just in case. That's what I have to say. That's good. I'm glad you didn't say an asteroid was going to hit the Earth or something like that. So that's that's. A I don't even want to predict that kind of stuff because I, I I don't want to wish any you know, and I I don't even want to talk about the super volcano underneath uh, Yellowstone and stuff. I'm I'm hoping that's not. Oh that's great. right. You know what I mean? I, right. You know I'm I, I'm worried about that area, but I, I I don't want to predict that. You know I I, but I am predicting sooner or later we're going to get a major earthquake, and I'm talking major over 7.0 in the United States. And I think it's likely it could even happen this year, but by the end of next year, it certainly could even happen this year. But I think it seems like it's close. I think this event's going to happen, and I think relatively soon. You know, timing, you guys know as a psychic, sometimes timing is difficult. You know, we all see God vaguely through dark glass here, even the best of us. But that being said, I do think this event is going to happen, and um, I would prepare now if I were you guys. Well, we had... Terry Linda Jamison on Psychic Twins, they do predictions on our show, and they also made a similar prediction uh, of the predictions. One of them was going to be a major earthquake in California also. So, when did that say was going to happen? Uh, about, you know, about the same timeline as yours. Oh, okay. About the same time. A lot. They weren't specific like it's going to happen this year, but it's going to happen sometime this year or pretty soon, like in the near future, if I remember correctly. So we'll all be prepared and, you know, going on with our lives, but being prepared nonetheless. <laughs> Can't ask for more yeah. than that. So yeah, I mean, go ahead. What I'm kind just... of questions are you prepared to answer for anybody that may call in? Is there anything specific you'd they like can, to They tell? can call in whatever they want. You know, if I can answer, I'll answer. You know, that's what I usually, you know, that's kind of my forte is answering, you know, people. That's kind of before I got into world predictions. I still do a lot of individual, like life path, where they're supposed to go, different things like this, career, whatever they want to ask about. Okay, with that, uh, Sorrell, our switchboard operator, will go into action. <laughs> That's me. Jerry, there was a, hi, Jerry. Hi. There's a question coming out of chat. Um, um, and the question is, do you have any thoughts on the government possibly giving up information on the quantum jumping program that started in the 70s? What's the quantum jumping program? That's what I was going to ask, Susan. It, um, she's going to give us some more information on it. She said she couldn't call in, but uh, that was her question. So to me, it kind of sounds like um, not quantum uh, more quantum physics slash time travel. That's what it sounds like to me. Because, you know, we well, were um, – wa- go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, 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 I didn't mean to interrupt your thought there, Sherelle. If you want to finish it, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh no, it's it's fine because I I wanted to say that it was it was more like on time travel or you know information that they they're developing in and our secret bunkers 
in uh, Area 51 getting that information out, you know, but like everything else that the government is trying to desensitize us, I think, with different things and then spring it on us because they don't need a mass, you know. Like uh, the Hollywood movie types and stuff like this. Right. To help us prepare for it. Yeah, I think there's some accuracy to what you're saying there, Sherelle. And I, I look, uh, again, everyone, you know, know I could be wrong and all that stuff. I, it's a certainty there's other forms of life. I mean, you know, there's, there, what other 10,000 Earth-like planets at least, you know what I mean, and at, even in the universes that we know. And, you know, it, it, it's a certainty. And I also believe that they've been here already and everything like that. So are we going to acknowledge the presence of aliens? Are we going to acknowledge there's life on other planets or whatever? You know, sooner or later, yes, it's going to come to pass. And, um, you know, whether it's in our lifetime, I would say yes. And I think that, you know, even with this changing times we're coming in here, not to get too off base with alien stuff, but that being said, I think just validity all that, of course we all know about wormholes and stuff like that, right. and a lot of us do about the universe. And wormholes are literally an area to time travel. It's a wormhole. It's like a, you basically can, like, skip ahead, like, 50 blocks and, like, in a, in a block. You know what I mean? So it's, and it's a wormhole. So we know wormholes exist, um, which technically is time travel. So, yes, I think there's study with that. I also think, you know, compared to the potential knowledge, um, we are still very small. I, I think have we done reverse engineering with landed craft, Area 51? I'd say yes. Um, do we know there's alien life forms besides us? Do the government and other Governments around the world have knowledge of this? I would say yes. Are they worried about panic? I would say yes. I also would say that um, don't forget a lot of religions that people have are based on no other life. And if you had other life forms, uh, that would kind of put a wrench into their whole, uh, you know, philosophy right. Or, right. or belief system. And, you know, it's like uh, if anyone had a religion that the earth was flat, uh, they had to give that up when they found out the earth wasn't flat or stick with that dogmatic belief that was end up being incorrect. So I believe that uh, with the quantum stuff, I believe that they are studying that. You know, that semi, you know they found the, guard part, the God particle apparently a couple of weeks ago. And that, have you guys heard about that? Oh, yes, I've been keeping up on it. Yeah, so, you know, are they making, but I would say it's like this. They've got like a pinky of a baby toe, like a slice of a tiny baby toe in knowledge compared to what there is to know. So even with all their latest this, latest that, um, it's like a bland man trying to see in the dark, really. I mean, as far as the real knowledge base there, I don't think it's as advanced and hidden as people think. I think they're hiding stuff because they don't want the public to panic. And I do think there's maybe a little bit of like, let Hollywood give it out a little at a time in movies and whatever. You know, I'm, I, I'm in currently in San Diego, and they're having Comic-Con on right now, you know, and, you know, it's all aliened out here. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, I have a friend that's down there. Uh, you know, so when people get used to it and the government says, yes, we know there's aliens, people going to probably just say, yeah, I knew. And that's it. I think some will, some won't. You know what I mean? There, there are, there are like, you know, particularly I think the religious, uh, certain religions, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to create uh, challenges there with a lot of people's belief systems. Uh, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, I think that's going to be a big challenge for a lot of groups. But, you know, this is not really to, it, you know, it's sort of the history of humans in a lot of ways. You know, and, you know, again, there was a time everyone thought the world was flat. Anything other than that was blasphemy, you know what I mean, and like crazy thinking. You know, but of course we know that's not the case anymore. So I think there's a lot of stuff like that still to be discovered. And that's like that energy in a way, you know, like in, including the quantum thing that the person asked about. All right. Well, thank you for giving us that perspective on it. I enjoyed listening to that very much. And is there any more questions in the chat, Sherelle, or what's next? Uh, no, I do have um quite a few callers on the line that we I would love to um start taking a couple of calls. Is that okay with you too? Sure. Okay, great. Okay, we have um area code five ten. Area code five ten, you are on the air. Can we have your name please? Yes, my name is Shelley. Good evening to all. Um I have a question hi, regarding hi there. I have a question regarding my career. I'm I've been looking for a job for a while and I was wondering if you see anything coming for me soon. What do you now? Now, was it my understanding that you wanted one question a person? What do you want to know about your career? Are you looking specific area? You want to know what I see about it? Uh, like, uh, it sounds like you've got something specific you're looking for. Is that correct? No, I have a lot of. Have skills. you put in applications anywhere, or you just because oh, I can absolutely. tell you just generally what I see? What? Yeah, why don't you do that? Okay. Uh, a couple things here. I want you to know, and all the callers, it could always be mistaken to take that into account. Your destiny is always your own. A few things I like for you. I like you in something that you feel like you're helping and do make a difference. You know, not everyone has uh, difference-making jobs, nothing against anybody, but some people, you know, they don't want that kind of job. Maybe they just want to be, not that you don't make a difference in an accountant, for instance, but some people may just want to do stuff that they're behind the scenes or they do a certain function or whatever. But you are not like that. I see you with someone that really does want to help, does want to make a difference, does want to, like, help people. Uh, I would say to you a couple things. The couple key words I get about you are teacher, helper, fixer. Um, I like you in areas that you can feel like you tangibly see that you make a difference, like it's immediate or it's like it's in short order. So anything that would look like that is something I like you in. Um, for even some reason, um, have you ever have you ever been a counselor or thought about being a counselor? Uh, no, my entire background is all business. What's your background? I um I've been senior management uh, management and sales. Hmm. Um, now, do you want to look at a specific job opportunity for yourself, and let me see what I see about that. Um, you know, is that I've answer applied, that I already gave you good enough? Yeah, I've applied for many. It's just that nothing has come to me yet, so I'm getting a little frustrated. Well, I would I would lean you towards what I said. So if any of those things fit more towards that, that's where I would lean okay. you towards. Now, a couple things okay. here. Sometimes it's 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 approaching or it's coming in, but it's not quite there. So I do think if if your job's been uh, nothing against anything you've done, but I would, if there's a job energy or a job direction that looks more like, okay, what kind of job is like, even if I made six figures before, it wasn't satisfying. What kind of job gives me that immediate benefit? Like I helped somebody or something or some 
you know, whether it's animals or people or organizations or environment or help, teach, help. Mm-hmm. These are the areas okay. I would look in. And I would even, there's something even about marriage or, or counseling too. So, you know, I don't, maybe you could be a business counselor or something where you help people get their career started. But there's some kind of energy like this that I get about you. So I would say that would be the area I would look or the focus area I would consider versus I'm trying to get a similar thing that I did before, but it wasn't satisfying. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I hate to interrupt here, but I really hope that helped very much. And if anybody would like a more extensive reading, go to uh, psychopicness.com. We're going to ask one question per caller because we just have a few minutes left and try to get in for the mini readings. Jerry, you did an excellent job. Okay, I'll let you guys manage the time of that, and I'll try to keep it short. You okay. gotta say what you gotta say. We're all right with that. If you take need to take longer with somebody than somebody else, then go for it. That's what this is all about. But I just want to give people just a general idea. That's all. So okay. I'm gonna go ahead. Cheryl had to leave for a second, so I'm gonna try and operate the switchboard here without messing it up. Let's see. I have somebody on here by the name of. Um, right, let me try and get this. S C I D G E. I say it's Gidge. Gidge, yes. Hi. Is that um, you? Yep. Thank you for taking my call. And my question is, do you see my um, income going up anytime soon? Because I worry so much about my money. How do you spell your name? Well, that's just that's just a nickname. My my um and I my nickname is really Gidget, but I say Skidge. It's just like a little handle I use for my emails and all my stuff. A couple things here I see about your income. Can I just start talking to you? Yes. Okay. Um, it's like I like you kind of being more uh, uh, like an owner or self-employed type person or a store or an almost even a metaphysical bend to it or spiritual thing to it. So there's something about you that I like you doing this kind of thing. But some reason, um, uh, do you do this stuff already? No, no. I just listen to it a lot. Okay, there's something with you that I, I like you kind of doing something like that. Or, But what what I see kind of missing, um, are you already in a career and just wanting how to make more money in that career? Is that your question? Or are you looking right, for... Right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, been with the, say, I've been with the same company for like 27 years. What's the company? It's an aerospace yeah, yeah, it's aerospace. Okay, and, and your goal is, and you want to know how you can make more money in the company? Well, yeah, that or if if you feel like I'm going to, you know, get raises or how it's going to go that way. Should I look at it for another job? I don't know. Within the company. Well, here's what I see specifically about that company. Um, I believe that uh, if jobs and careers and stuff like that, I think this company that you're currently with is stuck in the middle of all that. And I think there there are opportunities for uh, massive growth and big raises for everybody are not what I see right here. I see them being, you know, some of the stuff I said about the economy and jobs and problems and, you know, and the, and, and the worldwide recession and all that, I think that they are victims of this or part of this, and I think that this is affecting the company. 
so the chances of anyone at that company getting huge raises besides the CEOs or something, I think, are slim. Uh, so, again, I hope I'm wrong there, but it, doesn't, um, it, it just doesn't look like the business is that pumped up for it. You know, even if they get a contract here or there, it seems like it's slim pickings. They cut back a lot. They've had cuts or they've had their government has cut the funding to them or something like this is what I see about the company. And I don't see that being fixed soon. Does that make you're, sense? You're so right. Yeah, yeah. So I need to find. Yeah, so I don't. Employment. I don't see that being fixed. Uh, well, I want to say this about that. I do like what I said to you. Um, you know, anyone that's done this kind of field, the metaphysical type of field, um, everyone that's done it that I know, and I know a lot of people in this field. I'm in the field. Um, they all just felt like they were supposed to do it, and you know. Most people in this field are not doing it for the money. <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's a lot of poor psychics out there. You know what I mean? And, and um, so they're doing it because they think they're supposed to do it the best ones, and then but somehow they're guided there. Uh, it was the first thing that came up about you. Um, so I want to put this the right way. I heard you that you were there 27 years. And, um, you know, you could certainly retire from there and everything could be perfect there. But I see that the, the big structural problems where I see it's almost like a, a roadway and needs new paving. It need new, needs a new foundation and needs the cement and everything else. And there's no money to do it, you know, and, and it's on the schedule, but it's the number 49th on the list. So that's how I see this area you're in. It's not you. It's not you and your qualifications and your abilities and, and that you deserve a raise. You, you do, but it's just like it's like somebody that runs a steam engine. You know, there's there's no money in steam engines. They're not around that much anymore. There's no government subsidies for steam engines. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like it's 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 fading or something. So there's an energy that you're in a your the whole business you're in isn't good. It's not personal to you. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, very much. So, so that's why I see a problem there. Um, you know, but starting with a new metaphysical thing, remember if you decide to do any of this, not everyone does study this kind of thing. You know what I mean? A lot of people right. are not into this called this, this metaphysical thing. So there's a reason that, you know, God wouldn't give you the seed if you couldn't grow the tree there. So but you don't have to quit everything to do it. Maybe you have a website, maybe you sell spiritual candles, maybe you whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe you do some readings. You have an old soul. You know, so, you know, you can start small, and, and it builds up a little income. I also think there's something about this. Um, is that 90 seconds for the whole show? Uh, yes, but it's okay. Continue on. We can record. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So, um, I, I, there, um, you know, that kind of threw my, my thoughts. It was I just kind of get stuff from God, and I started talking, and I, I got thrown off by that. Sorry, but. Um, I would just say to you that be okay to start at any level if you decide to do it. You know, if you decide to do the metaphysical thing, you know, you get a business card and you get a you get a business, metaphysical business. You know what I mean? So right. for some reason, starting small would be a not good idea, and it could supplement your income. The other thing I was going to say to you, uh, mm -hmm. came back, is there's something about your spending patterns. Now, I'm not judging. I'm just saying what I see here. No, but, there's an issue. Like, there's an issue. For instance, there's, for instance, some women spend a lot of money on shoes, for instance, and they you know they, they they're spending a fortune on it. When maybe it's ten percent of their spending or something. And right. I, there's something about one quality of your spending that needs to be cut back to be in a better budget. 
that make oh. any sense to you? No, totally. And I just think I needed to hear that. And I just made a yeah, big so, purchase over the weekend, and now I've got to really stop. And that's what's scary. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> yeah, so just keep that in Me mind. Too. That would help right there. <laughs> okay, so budget. Get on a budget. <laughs> okay, well, I hope that helped you. Thank you, Adele. If you want to get a reading, I can look at uh, everything real deep, and then we can get more into than this show. So feel free to do that to any of the callers here. And just go and order a reading on my site, psychicfitness.com, and I'll help them. Thank you. So, All right. Thank you for calling. That was great. Thanks for calling. Jerry, that was a very good idea about doing that, you know, supplementing her income, starting something like that that may blossom into who knows what. She may be greatly surprised, and then that she may have to retire if that business gets big. But, you know, you got to say what you see, and, and that's really uh, good. There's, we're encountering more and more light workers these days anyway, yeah. so it's part of the major well shift, I believe. But yes, well said. We're, we're on record now, but I just wonder if you could take this one last person, and then that'll be it. It's the show sure. still recording, but uh, they've been waiting for a long time. And I thought I'd get this one very last caller in. You've been sure. so generous with your time, Jerry. We really appreciate everything you've done tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, uh, area code seven oh six. Hi. Yes. You're on Hi. the air. How are you today? I am good, thank you. And who are we talking with, please? Uh, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, welcome to Beyond the Gate. Did you have a question for Jerry? Um, I do. Um, I was wondering. Um, uh, things have been kind of rough financially here. I mean, it's it's plugging along, and things are, g- are getting better here. Um, um, and I was wondering if they are going to improve within the next, uh, you know, by by the end of the month, 1st of August. We're waiting for, you know, um, some monies to come in. Mary Ellen, do you have a son? I do have a son. Um, can I say something about that guy? Oh, sure. I know he's um, looking. How is that- He's listening? No, no, he no, he's not. No, I oh. said I know. I oh. know he's going to start looking. But go ahead. You know he what? He's going to start what? He's Say going what to start. Again. He's going to start looking. He he was told to put his resume out. Okay, a couple of things here with him. Um, it's not a question you asked, but I I, I kind of get that he. Um, I would be cautious if I were him around any kind of substances, and I'd also say some of his um, emotional stuff could be troubled. He could get troubled over a relationship or stuff like this. He's in a fragile state, I would say, in a lot of ways, and and I want to put this the right way. Many old souls kind of have to learn things on their own. They can't be saved, and I would put your son in that area a little bit. Now, as far as the uh, the uh, and you can get a, a reading on that, and I can tell you more because they, they do want me to kind of keep this quick. But um, but as far as your income, what are you waiting for? Uh, we're waiting for a balance of some monies that that were uh, on a wire that was supposed to come in. It wasn't the amount that was supposed to be in. And I see with this. I go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead and finish your cut. I want to hear it. 
Oh, okay. Well, you know, we got a partial of, of, of the amount that was due, but we didn't get the full amount. That, so I was just wondering if, um, you know, that was coming through. I want you to know I could be wrong, okay? Okay. You, you hear that? So you I know hear that you. I really could be wrong. I think that they're going to try to, re, you know, renege on the rest of it or somehow not give you the full balance or somehow come up with some excuse or some this or some that or some out. That somehow they're going to try to not give all of it or, or partial or maybe another little bit of partial but not the whole. I could be wrong. Please know that. But I almost see like, um, you know, and maybe they'll say we're hurting too or this, that, and the other. Or there's some excuse goes with it. You know, even if it's a valid excuse, I do think it's a little bit, like, um, challenged that way. Um, I, I so this is what I see regarding that. Okay. Well, I know it's been a draw against, you know, uh, I mean, they were helping us out until the contract started moving through. And, you know, that the everything, that the test runs were done and everything like that. So... Um, you know, it was a gentleman's agreement, and so I was just curious if they were going to be a gentleman or not. <laughs> well, I want to say this the right way. I think in their mind, they're being that, but uh, but they've, they've also got, they feel like on their end, they've got legitimate reasons not to pay the whole thing or something. I, I'm just saying their perspective intuitively what I'm getting here. Yeah, right, I'm not right, saying it's right. right. I'm just saying what I see. So... Um, but I, I think that uh, I would say this about you. Um, part of the thing with this, if I may say it, and you know, I would encourage you personally uh, to get more of a full reading. I'm not looking for you know trying to get anything out of you here, but for some reason I have a lot more I think I can share with you. So you can decide that on your own after we're done okay. with this call. But uh, the uh, there's something about you. There's an old Indian saying that the victim role does not suit two leggeds. And there's something about you that you kind of put stuff on hold waiting for this or something or not pick yourself up by your bootstraps if this wasn't around. There's some vibe of that with you that I'm getting that I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm, I'm you know, I might do the same thing myself following your situation, but there's an energy that um, you're going to have to kind of like almost re- react like, it's not coming in, and now what? You know what I mean? That kind of vibe. It's not too soon to do that even like now because I think you're, you're waiting on a train that may never come back to the station, and, um, and you'd almost be better to start walking. Does that make sense? Uh, so I, I like you kind of, and you're capable of doing this is what I'm trying to say too. So right. sometimes we're waiting on something, and it doesn't come, you know, uh, then we can be extra disappointed and then feel like we wasted time. I'm encouraging you to, um, quote-unquote, not waste any more time and, 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 and get those boots to walk in a little quicker here because I think you can fix it, but you're going to kind of more fix it on your own versus you're waiting on something. Does that make sense? Right. Well, this has been, this. I mean, on my end of it, I can get that, but this has to do with my husband's side of the business, and I don't have the right to walk on that side of the business. If you follow me? <laughs> well, I, 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 I hear that, but I'm saying starting new things or getting stuff started with your own self again. Like it's not dependent right. on anybody else. It's more like what right. you create new. Make sense? That's okay. what I'm speaking of specifically. You know, uh, okay. that's what I'm speaking of specifically. Because you know, okay. I'd encourage you to do that sooner than you're doing it. Does that make sense? Oh, yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank, 
Thank you. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Well, that's it. That's one reading, or is that it? No, that's it. Okay. Uh, thank you uh, so much for doing that. Um, no, I just, I get like, I you know, just try to push a little bit, but, you know, as I tell everybody, I support you. Some people, you may have to uh, talk to phone calls worth or whatever, and some people a half or what. It just depends. So just do what you got to do, and that's the way it goes. And if somebody doesn't make it, they can always come on next time, you know, get a reading from whoever I have that time. And they know that, and um, so that works really good. You know, your predictions was mainly why you came on the show, and you made uh, some amazing predictions. And some of the other top psychics I've heard, it kind of, uh, I agree with, you know, with what they said and you said together, it's all very similar. So I think that what you're seeing is pretty accurate. And, you know, that's really good. Just not everybody wants to do predictions. A lot of people just maybe they can do it. They don't have the courage to do it or whatever. I've done predictions before on radio shows, which is good, but that's not my thing. I haven't had time to really focus on that, but I'm glad somebody is <laughs> like you, for example. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Craig. It's like I you know I don't I don't mean to be doom and gloom in my predictions. It's just I, I'm I am trying to encourage people to kind of protect their money and their safety here, and um, just in case that some of this stuff comes true. And I'm I'm you know uh, that's not my typical thing. I you know I'm more like a, a happy guy. You know what I mean? I want people to be happy. It's like I don't like to predict bad things. Um, right. But you know I see some challenges, and I just want to help people prepare for them. Well, that's how we case. can help. You're a good psychic. You know, uh, a psychic that's not so good will tell people what they want to hear. The good psychic will say, well, I wish I could give you a good reading, but if you want to hear the cold, hard truth, here it is, you know. And <laughs> honesty is very People important. got a good dose of that today, I guess, eh? Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's better than all fluffiness, you know, when there's none to give. You know, you have to be honest and give. Sometimes... You know, being a light worker isn't easy, but you gotta say what you gotta say, and you did. Yeah. Well, I literally pray that I'm accurate and helpful to people, and I really, you know, give in a palatable form, and and you know, and, and, and obviously very accurate and helpful, and uh, and then I just give it over to God, and please whatever comes true, or you know, whatever comes through them, and let it be what they, it's good for them, you know what I mean, and good good information for them. And after that, I guess you can just, you know. Let God do his work, and you just have mouthpiece. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> well, the, the show uh, stopped streaming by this last caller, but it's still recording. So we're going to end the show, but, you know, if you need to use it for an archive or anybody wants to listen to it on iTunes or whatever, you know, for free, play it over again. The show up until the point that you and I and Sherelle stop talking will be uh, preserved in a permanent recording. So that's the good news about it. So, so Jerry, thank you so much for being on our show tonight. Sherelle, David, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. We had fun. You guys really have a real, real pleasant, pure, like it's almost like a a little child, beautiful spirit between the two of you. I really like your energy, both you guys. So thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. Well, we're glad to have you. Thank you so much. You're eating that fast food burger later, Cheryl. You think, Jerry told me. (laughs) Jerry Jerry said to do it. That's right, and I witnessed it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. Blame me. Blame me, girl. And then get on the treadmill. I got it. I got yeah, it. Get on the treadmill or not. <laughs> you can just eat the burger. I <laughs> you know, like you defend. You say, listen, I'm missing B12. I've got to get this. Right? You know what? That's so true. That's so true. And I, I know uh, you were, that reading was so accurate. And I just want to tell you thank you because there, were, there are a lot of things that are going on. And and it's, I like how you broke it down because a lot of people don't try to break it down for us. Just slow it down, take a little bit at a time. You know, you, you know maybe you walk by the fitness center like every day, and maybe today you step on the carpet in the door of the fitness center, you know, and then maybe next week you go into the fitness center, you know, so I like that. I really do. So very good. Secret, like brushing your teeth. Even a 30-second brush is better than none. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, we always have good callers and faithful listeners to the show. We've been very fortunate that we haven't had any negative people or distractors or anything like that. So we're very fortunate. We've got some wonderful people that follow the show, and we've had some wonderful guests. And the good thing about our show is we never debate our guests. We always support them because it is their show, and we want them. We want to hear everything they have to say so you know people can hear something new and exciting. So that's why we enjoyed doing the show. That's great, guys. And thanks again. Thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. And you know, we'll, we'll talk again soon. So, thank you. Absolutely. Yes, thank you we so will. much. You. Okay, Jerry. Thank yeah. you. Thank okay, you. Okay. Have a good night, guys. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Right. Bye. Bye. And to our faithful listeners in the chat, Skid, thank you so much. Good night. Hope you have a wonderful night, and I'm, I hope that you had a great reading. And uh, David, thank you so much again for a wonderful show. Um, I'd like to thank all of our friends, our listeners, the people that are in chat, and the people that will be listening later. This is Beyond the Gate Radio. I am Sherelle Baker and my husband, David Baker. That's me. You've been listening to the Sunday, July 15, 2012 edition of Beyond the Gate. Thank you, everybody. God bless, and we'll see you next time.